What's up, guys? It's Jeff Cobb. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio. Aloha. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is the B Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, kicking it solo style here in the Diamond Studio today. Uh, Going to talk a little bit of a, uh, keep you updated with G1, Night 8, B Block, Night 4. I know that's confusing, but stay with me. I'll get your results from that. I'm also going to talk a little NXT, uh, because it can't be the B Show without NXT. Well, it can be. It still can be the B show. Get it? Ha ha. I'm funny. Guys, and if you like that humor and you want to listen to any of our other shows, don't forget to check us out on SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Also across a plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications. That includes iTunes, Google, Stitcher, CastBox, and many, many more. Uh, also find us on social media at CWR4 and 5, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, it's the best way to stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio. Every time we have a brand new episode of City Wrestling Radio, uh, we upload it to uh, our social media. We let you know right then and there. Say, hey, hey, we put a new show up. You should go listen. Listen. You're like, all right, cool. I'll check it out later. But guys, don't wait till later. Listen right now. Also, if you want to buy a City Wrestling Radio t-shirt, you can. I know. Your prayers have been answered. BrownButterWrestling.com slash CWR.html. Sizes range from small to 4XL, or extra small to 4XL. Buy your t-shirt today. Uh, Because, uh, you know, every buck that goes into this uh, show uh, just makes the show better for, you know, everyone. And, um... Sorry, just makes the show better for everyone. And um, yeah, we actually just uh, were able to, uh, City Wrestling Radio now has a camera. We have cameras involved now. So hopefully we'll get some new content, some new content for you guys out there. Uh, uploading some stuff onto YouTube, hopefully on the reg. Um, yeah, because, you know, we're growing and we're looking for people. If you live in the San Francisco area and you, you know, you, you're like, hey, Kind of like those. I, I kind of think like those guys. They seem pretty chill. Hit us up at CWR four and five Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Come, uh, special guest host with us uh, because you know um, we're always looking for new, new, uh, new involvements here. Or uh, we don't pay, by the way. Um, you just get to just to hang out and talk wrestling at my convenience. So, so guys, before we get into to the G one night eight B block night four. Uh, before we get into NXT, we got uh, just a little one piece of news I want to get into. I don't want to talk about too much news today because I'm by myself. Michael Vergara is not with me. We only had enough money to pay him for one night. I know he gets paid. You don't if you join the show. Um, but he gets paid in respect. And I only have a certain amount of respect to give everyone. You know, I, I got to dole it out. You know, he if he wants more, he's got to earn more. It's fine. It's 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 a mutual working relationship. Uh, but the first three entrants have been announced. Announced. For the Super J Cup uh, 2019, uh, drum roll, please. Oh, I forgot, no one's here. Uh, show um, that's of uh, Rapungi 3K, Dragon Lee, and TJP, formerly TJ Perkins um, of WWE Fame. 
Um, TJP is an international superstar. Starting as a teenager, he wrestled in the rings all over the world for close to 20 years, including New Japan Pro Wrestling. Training in the original LA Dojo, TJP competed in New Japan from uh, 2002 to 2005. Later in 2011, he was a part of the best of the Super Juniors 18, where he scored an impressive wins over Davey Richards, Giotto, and Tai Chi. Uh, so 13 more entrants to the Super J Cup will be unveiled in the coming weeks. Stay tuned to at CWR4 and 5 Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram because we're going to let you know uh, whenever you know a brand new entrant is named for those shows. All right, let's not uh, let's not waste any time today. We got we got some G1 results. Like I said, B Block Night Four, or no, it's G1 Night Eight, B Block Night Four. There we go. Oh, wait. Or is it A block? Let's see. Where's my notes? Here we go. Sorry. I didn't put them in bold. Usually put my the heading in bold. I'm like, no, did I not take notes? I'm like, that's ridiculous because I remember falling asleep during some of the matches. Not because of the matches. Not because of the matches were bad. I was just tired. Um, you know, this G1's killing me. You know, we're, all, we're almost halfway through it. I think we're about halfway through it after tonight. Um, so let's get into it. Like I said, I'm not going to get into any of the uh, undercards. Uh, what was I going to say, though, about... Uh, I was going to say something about someone. Oh, uh, C-Block. C-Block action. I'm going to kick it off with C-Block action tonight. Cause that's that's what the people want, right? Coming in at seventh place, we have Clark, Clark Connors and Nota uh, Taiju uh, with one point. Carl Frederick still at two points at sixth place. Tohanare at fifth place. With three points, uh, Yujiro uh, Takahashi with four points at fourth place. At third place, we have a two-way tie with five points. We have Shooter Amino and Kanemaru. Uh, second place, we have a three-way tie uh, with eight points each. Uh, Yoshihashi, Bushi, uh, Chase Owens all have the uh, tie for the second place and the C block. And your C block leader at this time with 10 points. Kazininare. I know it was really bad. I'm sorry. Uh, Minoru Suzuki. So, congratulations, Minoru. You are in the head. You are the head of the C block right now. Continue the. You know, I, I really think it's it comes down to Chase Owens or Minoru Suzuki, you know, in the C block action. That's what I really think. Um, because, you know, this last night we actually had a match with C-Block implications. And I wonder, you know, I'm like, is my is my score taking or my score giving accurate? Because I was giving two points for a pinfall. If you got a pinfall as a victory on another opponent, you get two points for yourself. If you are a part of a team that wins, you get one point. I believe that is fair. Um, so, um, Bushi... And uh, Minoru Suzuki the other night uh, were both at eight points, and they were in a match, and they kept going at it with one another. They were fighting hardcore for um for that C block, uh, C block points. So let's kick it off with the real blocks, shall we? We kicked it off with uh, Toriano and uh, and Juice Robinson, uh, usual Yano comedy match. Uh, let's see, uh, Yano blocks the left hand of God with turnbuckle pad, uh, but he does finally hit the left hand of God, followed by a pulp friction of Yano. Juice Robinson goes over Toriano. Uh, Toriano 
um, is at two and two right now. So two wins, two losses with four points. Juice Robinson, uh, he's doing pretty good. Uh, three wins, one loss, uh, six points. So we'll see where Juice will go from here. Um, I'm actually really enjoying every Toriano match this time around. I don't know why. It's the same thing every time, but he just... He gets me, man. He, you know, he uh, he gets me, man. He understands me. He knows where I'm coming from. He's like, we're from the same place. We're like brothers from another mother. But no, um, it's just it's good comedy match. It's not like ridiculous stupidity. It's you know this guy. He's just doing everything he can to try to win. He doesn't care if he has to cheat. It's awesome. I love it. And it's not even like an evil, like a bad thing. You know what I mean? I don't want to say evil because you'll think evil of Lij. But I mean, like, it's not even like a malicious thing to do. He's just doing it because he has to win. You know, I I give this background of Toriano being like a shop owner somewhere in Japan where he's sweeping up every morning. He has to get there early. But he's also grasping to his youth because his grandfather left him the um, the business, the convenience store. And now he's running it, but he's he's trying to grasp to his youth. He's up late um, eating cheeseburgers and playing video games. And he is trying to win no matter what. Fail upwards, Toriano. Fail upwards. Then we have Hiroki, Haruki Goto versus Taichi uh, before the match begins. Uh, Taichi goes after Carl Fredericks. Oh, poor old Carl Fredericks. Because of the LA Dojo affiliation, uh, the brawl went to the outside. Reverse GTR to Taichi, uh, followed by a kick out. Goto then goes for a GTR, but Taichi pulls the rev and pushes him out. Of the way, low blow to Gato, uh, followed by a Gato clutch to Goto. Tai Chi gets the pin and the win. Uh, tai Chi uh, is at a solid four points with two wins and two losses. And Hiroki Goto, just one win and three losses. So it's a shame. I mean, Goto's looking better and better, I think. I just, I don't get Tai Chi still, man, to this day. I don't get why he's over. Please, somebody tell me. I, I want somebody to I want somebody to explain to me why they like him if anybody likes him you know what I mean um, let me know because I I, I want to see it I want to see the light I want to like the guy but every time they play that damn video of like it's like before match video it's always like New Japan Pro Wrestling and they're doing the intros and uh, don't worry I won't do a very racist Japanese accent um, they cut to the you know, the video of Tai Chi, like having a barbecue with like four people, but they're all just like wearing t-shirts and he looks visibly mad. Like he's just, nobody's having a good time. Everyone's just like, yeah, okay, great. Okay. Great. He's let, let's go. We're going. So I wonder what they're cooking at that barbecue. I wonder. Uh, then we have Shingo Takagi versus uh, John Moxley, which was a really, really uh, pretty good match. It's a hard hitting match between the two hard strikes between the two and Moxley goes for a table. Um, Mox focusing on the knee of Shingo, pumping a uh, pumping bomber to Mox, followed by a kick out clover leaf to Shingo, and that gives uh, Moxley his first submission victory in the G1 tournament. And I like it. I like him using the clover leaf. It gives him um, a little bit of something different rather than just the uh, the dirty deeds or death rider, whatever they're calling it nowadays. Um, Giving him the um, the clover leaf gives him something different, gives him some more moves to his arsenal, and I like it. So it makes him more versatile. And then we have Jay White versus Jeff Cobb, and I'm just man, <sighs> Jeff Cobb, man, he just can't catch a break in this G1. Um, the ref gets knocked out 
Uh, it was, I mean, it's the lo- longer of the Jay White matches so far in the tournament. Ref gets knocked out. Gato comes into the ring with the brass knucks, uh, receives a suplex. Low blow, followed by a blade runner to Jeff Cobb. Uh, Jay White gets the pin and the win. Both men, one win, three losses, are both at two points. So, you know, it's... I don't know why Jeff Cobb's in the tournament, especially someone of his stature. And I don't mean, um, uh, you know, by name or re- reputation. I mean his stature, like his actual stature. His he look how big the damn guy is. He's huge, and he looks good. He wrestles well. He's one of the biggest up and coming names in wrestling. And he's just getting jobbed out left and right. And I understand New Japan has a system. But they got to give uh, Jeff Cobb a little bit more shine. I know it's only halfway through the tournament, and we'll see some more matches coming up. So, yeah, hopefully they'll give him some, uh, give him a little bit of a rub because it's ridiculous, you know. And it could be my all pro wrestling bias. You know, he was the universal champion at all pro wrestling. You know, my local promotion. If you haven't been there, please fly out, fly out. There's a show next week, August second. Sucker free. You know, wherever you are in the world, buy your plane ticket now. Buy a ticket on Eventbrite, sucker free for all pro wrestling. Buy your ticket now. Hotels, you can buy a hotel. It's fine. There's plenty of hotels in San Francisco you can stay at. Because we're going to get um, uh, Sean Spears versus Matt Cross and uh, Jake Atlas versus Jacob Fatu. Jake versus Jake. I know it's for the APW Universal title, but I hope it's also for the name Jake. I hope they're like, yo, whoever wins this ma- match is the only person that can be known as Jake or Jacob. They they have to change their names if they lose. And then we go on to Naito versus Ishii, the main event of uh, <laughs> Night 8, uh, B-Block Night 4. The two exchange uh, shoulder shots, multiple uh, strikes back and forth and chops to Naito. Hurricanrana Ishii, superplex Naito. Uh, sloppy looking Destino to Ishii, followed by a kickout. Then we finally have a, a real Destino with the pin and the win. Naito and Ishii, both men, are at four points with two wins and two losses. So, you know... Th- Naito, he's starting to wear on me, man. Like, I don't know. I've always liked Naito. I really want to like him. Ishii is a great competitor. But I don't know. Naito's one of those guys. Like, I don't feel like he has that intensity. He just goes out there and he's just like, yeah, whatever. Like, he's like the Orange Cassidy of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Like, I just, I don't I don't know, man. I want to like Naito more. I want to see that, like that Ishii aggression in Naito, you know, just a, him brutally going after people. So, so that was uh, that was your G1 update. We are going to have another show just to keep you updated with more because there's more G1 action coming. More G1 action coming up this weekend, um, and I'm going to pull it up for you in just a second. Uh, me and Michael Vergara will have a show coming up on uh, Monday because there is G1 uh, Saturday and Sunday, and then I'll be back again on Wednesday. Uh, I know there's so much. So let's see, what do we got coming up? Um, let's see. Um, producer, can you pull up the card, please? Thank you. Uh, Kota Abushi versus Lance Archer. Will Osprey, Bad Luck Fale. That's is that a rematch? No, 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 it's not. Evil versus uh, Zack Saber Jr. Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Sonata, and Kenta versus Okada. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. Kenta versus Okada. 
Um, and I think this is going to be the one where Kenta, the, the one where Okada falls. Kenta's going to win this one, in my opinion, because they're they're really building up Kenta strong, and um, you know Okada's not going to go undefeated in the tournament. I think Okada's going to win the tournament, but I don't think he's going to go undefeated. Uh, and then let's see. Then we have uh, night. I don't know. Then we have Sunday morning, uh, which I like. They started out with a, uh, a young lion singles match. Good on them. Um, let's see. G1 Climax B Block Tournament. Night six? Five. Five. It'd be like night ten. Uh, Hiroki Goto versus Toriyano. Uh, that'll be a match. Uh, Juice Robinson versus Ishii. That'll be fun. Taichi versus Jeff Cobb. I swear to God, if Jeff Cobb, they job out Jeff Cobb to Tai Chi, I'm going to be pissed. Uh, Shingo Takage versus Jay White. And John Moxley versus Tetsuya Naito. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, I really hope that the Moxley-Naito match is going to be different than uh, the Naito-Jericho match. Because I wasn't a huge fan of the Naito-Jericho match back at Wrestle Kingdom a couple of years ago. So we'll see where it goes. Like I said, me and Michael Vergara are going to talk all g1 happenings uh on monday monday afternoon we're gonna talk all that stuff and then like i said i'll be back on wednesday we'll have this week in wwe with jose oseguera i'm also going to talk g1 on a separate b show we're our schedule right now is revolving around the g1 and getting you the best g1 uh results and uh coverage because that's what we do at city wrestling radio up-to-date coverage of G1. But let's not waste any more time. Let's get into NXT. Uh, the roar of the crowd. Stomp your feet to the ground. You know how the song goes. We kicked it off with Jordan Miles versus Angel Garza. In, uh, they're still doing that breakout tournament, which I really like. Um, Jordan Miles. It's it's really hard because I keep looking at these names. I'm like, who the fuck are these guys? Jordan Miles, ACH. Angel Garza was Hector Garza Jr., um, back and forth between the two men. Garza then trips uh, Jordan, slams him into the guardrails, and everybody calm down, but he, off come Garza's pants. I do like that. He has these pull-away pants, but he wrestles in them for a while until he pulls them away until like halfway through the match. Lightning kicks to Garza. Uh, Miles then launches himself off a springboard, is caught with a dropkick. Uh, German suplex with a bridge to Garza. Jordan Miles, ACH, gets the pin. Um... <clears throat> So, you know, it's interesting to see where this goes now. Uh, I'm really liking this tournament. You know, we really going to see some new names break out and some new names um, be shown on NXT. Uh, but after the match, it was really weird. Shane Thord came to the announcer's table and, like, grabbed Morrow's headset off him and said, oh, you almost Australian. You, you need a breakout tournament. You don't need a breakout tournament. I'm right here i'm i'm the broken out when i'm saying thorn that's me i'm gonna go over thank you you screw you morrow and he throws morrow's headset back in his hand morrow looks like visibly like disturbed by the whole situation like morrow's like how dare you that's a you scoundrel so uh then we have johnny gargano backstage he gets to pick his stipulation for the his two out of three falls match with uh adam cole at nxt takeover Gargano says he um, he says um, to Adam Cole, you know, bring whatever you want, bring whatever weapons you want, bring whomever you'd like, because my stipulation is a street fight. And then we have Bianca Belair versus Zia Lee. After that, uh, 
it was a match. I mean, I don't know. I, I, Zia Lee was really good in the Mae Young Classic when she was in it. And, you know, she only had one year of experience at the time, which for at the time was really good, but she hasn't got any better. She hasn't shown any progression. And I feel like every time I see a Zia Lee match, it ends up being an extreme, like it ends up seeming like a botch fest to me. That's what it seems like to me. Maybe I'm being, you know, biased in that. I don't know. I don't know. Because. It, it, every time I see a match of hers, I'm not a big fan. Uh, Bel Air goes right after Zaya Lee, a grand slam to Zaya. Um, then Zaya fights back with a series of kicks, but then we have the KOD to Zaya, the pin, and the win for Bianca Belair. Then we have Killian Dane video package in the back. Uh, Dane says he wants to go after Matt Riddle because Riddle, Riddle's not nobody. Riddle, Riddle is somebody, and that's that's very true. Riddle is somebody. Uh, but it's just such a weird combination to me if you think about it. Killian Dane versus Matt Riddle, of all people. Uh, so um, are they just going to job out Killian Dane? I mean, they he has to have some sort of – there has to be some sort of plan going here, you know, for him because they're going to have a match at NXT TakeOver. Um, Toronto. Um, Toronto. I don't know what accent that – I don't know what accent that was. Sorry, guys. Um, so – Killing, I mean, I like Killing Dane. Give he's has some more. He gets to talk more now, which gives him a lot more life. You know, he's just wearing like a t-shirt and jeans and like a hoodie. And that's fucking awesome. I love. I'll give me more of that. And he's just big and brooding. He's not like because when he was with Sanity, he was just crazy and didn't say a word. Now he's you know he looks like a bouncer at a pub, a pounce, a pouncer. Ooh, it'd be called Pouncers. I'm the Pouncer at the Pub. No. Uh, then we have Jessamine Duke. Uh, this is backstage camera footage. Um, Jessamine Duke, she's leaving the performance at a ring. And she's uh, she's going to her locker. And then <laughs> Mia Yim pops out of nowhere. And the best thing of NXT this week is you just hear Mia Yim. They have to bleep it out because she's surprise, motherfucker. And then slams her into the locker, slams the locker into her shoulder, and Jesus Christ! You know he, she just keeps attacking these women left and right. Last week it was Marina Shafir. This week, Jessamine Duke, Mia Yim. You know she's going after um, Shayna Baszler at NXT Takeover. I don't think she's going to win. I don't. I really think they're going to keep that title on Shayna Baszler for a little while longer, um, and uh, we'll, we'll get there. I'll get to the. At the end of this episode, I'll finish my thought because it involves somebody that was in that part, that segment. Not main event, but we'll get there. Um, then we have Velveteen Dream cutting an in-ring promo. Uh, Dream says he won't drop the title until he dies. And when he dies, you might as well send him to, and, and I quote, Hell! He says Roger Strong is one of the men that he hears and... He hears can go all night long, but he doesn't think Roderick is big enough to ride this ride. That's why Velveteen issues an open challenge to anyone uh, that can hear his voice. But Roderick Strong comes out instead. And, Jesus Christ, Roderick on the mic is just, just... Okay, Velveteen, cut it down, bro. Like, you're too much, okay? Like, he almost is like Baron Corbin style of of his voice. Like some surfer dude isms, but with but he actually seems like he has some intelligence behind it. When Baron Corbin talk, he just seems like it's just muscle up there. Like, <laughs> whatever, I'm Baron Corbin. But when Roderick talks, he seems like he's actually like 
Like he actually studies a little bit to get by in his classes so he can be on the, I don't know, varsity, whatever, insert sports name here, team. Uh, Roderick says uh, that he can see the Dream is scared because Dream knows that Roddy's the best competitor on this continent. Uh, and Roddy wants a match for a takeover. And that's why somebody from another continent comes out. Out comes Pete Dunn. He breaks the fingers. Or Roderick points his fingers at Dunn's face. Pete Dunn snaps the fingers of Roderick Strong. Dream and Dunn stare at each, or Dream and Dunn stare at each other. Uh, Dunn focusing on the North American title. After a commercial break, though, we see Roderick Strong backstage with um, William Regal. He's like, William, Mr. Regal, this is crazy. Like, I beat him fair and square. I deserve a shot. And William Regal says, Since, you know, I, I spoke to my friend, my good friend Johnny Saint, and Peter Dunn is going to be staying here uh, for a couple weeks, or for a little while longer. Um, it's an exchange program. No, it's not an exchange program. But I felt like it was very, like, dad. Like, like well, he's going to be staying with us for a couple of weeks. You have to deal with it and make the best of it. Uh, but no, um, Pete Dunne added to the... Tri- it's a triple threat match now for the North American title. Uh, we'll see what happens because, you know, like Adam Cole says, he wants the Undisputed Era to be draped in gold by the end of 2019. And I think it's going to happen. I really, really do. And then we have Case Kanzaro versus Io Shirai. I fucking love Io Shirai's new theme song. It's like this like kind of techno-y dance music. She comes out. She's dressed in all black. She wrestles in all black now. It is fucking awesome. Uh, drop kick to Casey. Double underhook uh, backbreaker to Casey. Out comes Candice LeRae and takes out Io. DQ, so technically I think Io wins. Uh, Io runs. Uh, uh, Candice grabs a chair. Yeah, she runs away. But like I was saying earlier, I want to finish my thought from earlier. I think Candice LeRae is the one they're building up to be the next NXT Women's Champion. And here's why. I just it just makes sense to me because like uh, if you think about it, Shayna Baszler's had the title for a while, and to see someone like Candice LeRae beat Shayna Baszler, who's just because Candice LeRae is just so much like of a happy-go-lucky person. She seems like she's so full of color and life, and whereas Shayna Baszler is just like leather, black leather, and spades, and I listen to Motorhead, and uh, it's like it's like Seth Rollins' like sister, and you know their dad's Triple H. So I think Candice LeRae is going to go over on Io Shirai and then go on to face Shayna Baszler. I think eventually at one of the takeovers. I don't fucking know. I don't know. They're waiting a long time. I thought they were going to do this a long time ago. So. So we'll see. We'll see. And then we have Adam Cole. He's at the merch stand somewhere. And uh, Cole, for his stipulation, he picks a wrestling match. You heard me right. His stipulation he chose was a wrestling match. Um, And he seemed very giddy when he was saying wrestling. He was like, wrestling, 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 wrestling. He was just trying to get it out as many times, you know, as he can because... Boy, oh boy, when NXT goes to FS1 to compete with AEW, I can see Vince take over NXT, and it's not going to be good. It is not going to be good. And then we have the main event for the evening, uh, Keith Lee versus Damian Priest. Uh, the, I, I, I hate Damian Priest. I hate uh, Punishment Martinez, and I hate Punishment Martinez with a Chris Angel gimmick. It sucks. It sucks. Uh, so it was a pretty much a big man match. Falcon arrow to Keith Lee. So, to, um, 
Priest goes for a Topecon hero and is caught um, by Keith Lee on the outside. And Keith Lee catches him in this powerbomb position, but they don't do a powerbomb. And I'm like, dude, if you're going to do a powerbomb in any situation onto the ring apron, do it right now. You just caught him of a fucking Topecon hero. So uh, then Priest uh, used the ref to hide behind. Then we have a rolling Insiguri to Lee. Then the reckoning uh, to Keith Lee, which is a rolling cutter. Uh, pin and the win. So Damian Priest uh, continues his winning his winning ways at NXT. So that's all I got for you guys today. Um, we talked a little G1. We talked NXT. And uh, next time I see you, like I said, Monday with Michael Vergara, going to talk G1 nights uh, 9 and 10. Um, and then also we're going to have some news, some news for you. Because that's what we do here at City Wrestling Radio. Keep you up to date with all the good wrestling shenanigans. All right, guys. Like I said, like, share, and subscribe at CWR415. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm Corey Smith. Check me out at Corey D. Smith at, on Twitter. And, yeah, look me up on – don't be my Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter, though. It's fine. Find me on Instagram, too. I get all my pictures of me and drag queens. Yeah. All right, like, share, subscribe at CWR405, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Have a wonderful weekend, and I'll see you later. Bye.